In the name of Jesus, right now we give you the praise and we give you the glory. We give you the worship, God. Oh Lord, we give you praise in this house. Healing. 
old memories. I'm gonna worship. Old memories are being washed away. Scars of yesterday's events are being washed away. Memories of failures are being washed away. He's healing me. I'm gonna worship. The remembrance of sin is being washed away. He's healing me. I'm gonna worship. Excuse me a moment, I just have to worship. Pardon me just a moment, I gotta worship. I'm gonna worship. I know there's other things that we need to do today, but excuse me a moment, I gotta worship. Don't get in too big a hurry on your worship this morning. I just need some time in his presence. I just need some time. to take worship to another level. I just feel like there's, there's somebody that wants to take worship to another level. And maybe you're a little intimidated, you're a little embarrassed, and you just want to stay where you're at, but you really want to take worship to another level. And you, you would be willing to risk your reputation to break an alabaster box To risk what others might say about you because of your worship. But but today you're you're right on the brink, you're right on the tipping point of saying, you know what? I really don't care what you think about me this morning. I need to worship. I, I, I need to worship. I need to worship. I need to worship. And it may not be everybody, but it may be one or two that want to take worship to another level today that are willing to say, you know what, think about it what you want to, but I've, I've got to get a little closer. And you're willing to step out from where you're standing right now, and, and you're willing to risk your reputation because I just got to worship. I, I, I just got to worship. I just got to worship. We'll go on in a minute, but right now I just gotta worship. I just, I just have to worship. I pardon me. I've just gotta worship. You don't know what I carried into this service today, but I don't want to leave the way I came. You don't know. You don't know what I brought into this service today, but but I don't want to leave. 
taking it with me. So excuse me a moment. Pardon me a moment. I just gotta get out of this environment a moment. I just gotta, I just gotta move a little closer. So excuse me a moment. I, I, I've gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. Is there anybody else that's feeling that this morning? Is there anybody else that's feeling? Excuse me. I gotta go for a moment. I'll be back in a moment. Hold my seat for me. Hold my seat. I'll be back in a moment. But right now, I gotta worship. Hold my seat, keep my chair for me, but I gotta worship. Hold my seat, but I gotta worship. Hold my chair for me, but I gotta worship. I gotta worship, I gotta worship, I gotta worship, I gotta worship. You may not be feeling it, but I gotta worship. You may not be sensitive, but I gotta worship, I gotta worship. I gotta worship. I gotta worship. I gotta. I gotta go beyond Sunday norm. I gotta go beyond Sunday usual. I gotta worship. 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 I gotta worship a moment. I gotta worship a moment. I gotta worship a moment. He's healing me. I've got to worship. He's healing me. I've got to worship. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's healing me. I'm going to worship. He's healing me. Lord, I will worship. He's healing me. I'm gonna worship. Oh, He's healing me. I'm gonna worship. Oh Lord, I will worship. He's healing me. I'm gonna worship for the healing in my body.
You may not understand why I need this right now, but I gotta worship. He's healing me. I'm gonna worship. From the book of Nehemiah, the sixth chapter. And we're just going to read a couple verses here, and I'm going to give you some quick remarks and then let you take this with you. And I'm going to read from the Holman Christian Standard Bible today. It says, When Sanballat, Tobiah, and Jeshim the Arab, and the rest of the enemies, notice what it says, and the rest of our enemies, heard that I rebuilt the wall and there was no gap was left in it though at the time I had not installed the doors in the gates Sanballat and Jeshim sent me a message come let us meet together in the villages of the oh no valley can I just play on words for just a moment Oh no, we're not meeting in Oh No Valley. <laughs> oh no, we're not meeting in Oh No Valley. <laughs> but they were planning to harm me. So I sent messengers to them saying, I am doing a good work and cannot come down. Why should the work cease while I leave it and go down to you? Four times they sent me the same proposal and I gave them the same reply. Four times they sent me a message, come down off of the wall. Now, Nehemiah had had problems with these men ever since he had got back to Jerusalem to begin to build the wall. Can I help somebody by telling you today that when you begin to live for God and you begin to commit your ways unto him, that the enemy is not going to roll over and play dead. Life is not going to roll over and play dead. Some things that used not to bother you all of a sudden are magnified in your vision because you have committed your life to Christ. You have made a decision that you are going to follow him and you're going to make it. When you do that, the hounds of hell will be let loose against you. But I love how the Word of God sets us up by saying, Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the... Come on, somebody help me just for a moment or two now. That we are more than through Jesus Christ that loved us. And so... 
when Nehemiah gets back to Jerusalem, he was sent by the king there to rebuild the walls, to rebuild the tabernacle. When he gets there, he meets opposition. But he didn't let opposition stop him. He didn't let discouragement stop him. He didn't let oppression stop him. He didn't let lack of finances stop him. He didn't let month at the end of money stop him. He didn't let discouragement hold him down. He had a mission in mind and come hell or high water, I'm going to do what I came here to do. Can I help somebody right now? You made up your mind that whatever comes, life or devil, I'm going to fight, I'm going to win, I'm going to conquer, I'm going to survive this thing. When he thinks I should fall, I'm going to keep standing. When he tries to knock the props out from under me, I'm going to keep standing. When I don't feel like praying, I'm going to pray. When I don't feel like singing, I'm going to sing. When I don't feel like walking, I'm going to walk. And sometimes uh, doing all to stand, stand there for, uh, just stand there for, unmovable, always abounding in the love of Jesus. And so he says to him, he said, he said, come, come down. And, and so he sent, in the fourth chapter, they sent armament. They sent people to fight them. We're in, a, we're in a battle, ladies and gentlemen. You've got to make up your mind that you're going to fight through this thing. You're going to fight. He that begun a good work in us is able to finish it. Somebody shout, finish it. Say, I'm going to finish this thing. I'm going to get through this thing. I'm going to keep the faith. I'm going to finish my course. I'm going to finish this thing. And so the Bible said that Nehemiah said to the men that were, were laying the wall, they had a trowel in their hand, they're laying block, they're laying stone on the wall. He said, I want you also to get a sword and strap on a sword because there's sometimes you're going to have to lay down the trowel and pick up the sword. Now, it's very important, ladies and gentlemen, that you understand there's times you pick up the trowel and there's times you pick up the sword. Don't get the times confused. I said, don't get the, the two confused. Don't have a sword in your hand when you should have a trowel and don't have a trowel when you should have a sword. Ooh, that's a good word. Oh, that's a good word for somebody right now. Sometimes you've got to lay the sword down and you've got to pick up the trowel. But here's the thing they said, we're not coming off the wall. We're not coming off the wall. We'll fight you on the side of the wall. Right in the middle of laying a block, I'll lay the trowel down and take out my sword and shove you off the scaffold I'm not coming down off the wall. Somebody needs to make up in your mind today, I'm not coming down off the wall. I'm not going to quit fighting. If you're going to fight me, you're going to fight me where I am. I'm not coming to fight you. You had to come up here, but understand that when you get up here, I got a sword. I'll cut you. I'll hurt you. Oh, somebody needs to buck up a little bit today and say, I'm in a fight, but I'm going to win the battle, and I'm not coming off the wall not coming off the wall and so we get to the sixth chapter and and Sanballat sends word to Nehemiah 
I want you to come and I want you to meet me. I want you to come and I want you to meet me. And, and, and Nehemiah sends word back, I don't have time. I don't have time. Come back next week and you'll see our little video clip. It's important that you understand the time. When it talks about Issachar, it said that they had an understanding of the times. They knew what time it was. There is times at times when you have to stop and do some things. But don't get distracted at the wrong time. Solomon said there's a season for everything under the sun. There's a season for me to meet you, but the time is not now. And so I'm not coming to meet you because it's not time. And I'm not going to get distracted. See, some of the very things... God, I feel like preaching a moment. Come on, Brother Jeremy. I, I'm done. But, but Yeah, I, I'm, 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 I'm going to... <laughs> See, some of the things that you're fighting right now are distractions They're simply distractions to, to take your focus off what God is getting ready to do in your life. And if you start paying attention to the distractions, you're going to miss the most important thing in your life. If you get sidetracked, Jesus looks at the disciples and he said, I must go to Jerusalem. And Simon said, oh no, you, no, 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 you can't get, go to Jerusalem. You know what they're going to do to you in Jerusalem? And Jesus looked at him and said, Satan, get thee behind. I feel a word right now from somebody right here, right now. You, ah, you, need to, you need to look at that distraction and say, oh no, not in the valley of oh no, are we going to meet? Because if you allow the distraction to cause you to lose focus, you're going to get harmed in the valley of Ono. The very place that you should be avoiding. And the distractions are just that. They're a distraction that's trying to keep you from reaching. They're trying to keep you from reaching what God has for you. Can I tell somebody? I hath not seen, ear hath not heard, 
Neither hath it entered into the hearts of men the things which God hath prepared for them that love Him. But if you can get distracted, help me preach for about 50 seconds. If you can get distracted, you're going to miss what God has for you. If you allow the circumstances of life to distract you, oh, I come to preach somebody, get your eyes on Jesus today. Get your eyes off of the distractions and tell the enemy, oh no, we're not meeting in the valley of oh no. Some of you, that's going to hit you like a ton of bricks in the morning at about 8 o'clock. And you're like, oh, my God. Oh, no. Just, just touch your neighbor. Don't, don't, don't slap them or anything, but just touch your neighbor and say, oh, no. I'm not meeting in the valley of oh, no.